souls at sundown get advice and tunes when you don't even know what to freaking do souls at sundown keeps it fresh and new every other friday with megan hughes hello friends welcome to the new and improved souls at sundown did you like that little intro song? Finley and I just spent like the last hour and a half just <laughs> trying to write a little jingle and record it in the tiny house. And I think it turned out pretty damn good, if I do say so myself. Let me know how you felt about it, either on Twitter or in the comments of this on, you know, wherever you're listening. Also, my new cover art is courtesy of Bronte Rose on Instagram. I believe that's how you say her name. B-R-O-N-T-E-R-O-S-E. Go give her a follow. I am so obsessed with how it came out and I'm just so, so freaking happy about it. So shout out to her. Love her so much. Love the new look. And I hope you guys do as well. There's a couple of just changes that you have noticed when coming back to the show, but um, the whole format of the show is going to be different, okay? We're going to have one topic that we're going to really hone in on for this episode, and that is sex, baby. So I'm going to let Salt and Peppa break it down, and they're just going to really explain to you what we're talking about today, okay? Enjoy this tune. It's really going to set the scene for you. Yo, I don't think we should talk about oh, this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? But that's a part of life. Make void the topic, cause that ain't gonna stop it. Now just talk about sex on the radio and video show. Many will know anything goes. Let's tell it like it is and how it could be. How it was and of course how it should be. Those who think it's dirty have a choice. Pick up the needle, press board, or turn the radio off. Will that stop us, Ken? I doubt it. Alright then, come on, spin. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. To trap, make any man's eyes pop. She use what she got to get whatever she don't got. Fellas drew like fools, but then again, they're only human. This chick was a hit because her body was booming. Gold, pearl, rubies, crazy diamonds. Nothing she wore was ever common. Her dates, heads of state, men of taste, lawyers, doctors. No one was too great for her to get with or even mess with. The press, she says, was next on her list. And uh, believe me, you, it's as good as true. There ain't a man alive that she couldn't get next to. She had it all in the bag. She should have been glad But she was mad and sad and feeling bad Thinking about the things that she never had No love, just sex Followed next with a check and a note That last night was dope Dope Let's talk about sex. Do it. Let's talk about sex. Uh-huh. Let's talk about sex. 
everybody should be making love. Come on, how many guys you know make love? Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. What we have here is subject to controversy. A three-letter word some regard as a curse. See, he may fiend and have a dream because he's seen a teen in tight jeans what makes him react like that is biological the scheme on getting in those jeans is diabolical but of course he does it and she gives them rap and before you even know it they jump in the sack as a matter of fact sometimes it's like that but anyway ready or not here he comes and like a dumb son of a gun oops he forgot the condoms hey. oh well you say what the hell it's chill i won't get got i'm on the pill until the sores pours and stuff pours down your drawers Ew. he gave it to you and now it's all yours 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 let's talk about you and me let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be let's talk about sex let's talk about sex Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. All right, you fine folks, you get the picture. We're talking about sex and everything to do with it today. I'm also going to be addressing one night stands, dating a man less experienced than you, the sexualization of taking someone's virginity or someone taking yours, or the idea of a woman losing her innocence through sexual sexual relations. Um, sexual relations. <laughs> And then uh, also taking advantage of women for pity. Somebody sent that question in or like that topic to discuss. And I assume that means in like a sexual setting. Um, and then I'm also going to be talking about anal slut shaming and being a freak. Uh, so what should we talk about first? I guess we should start off with the basics of just, hey, if you are, you know, feeling like you're old enough to be having sex and that you are responsible enough to deal with the repercussions if you didn't do it um, safely, then sure, engage in sexual intercourse. Who am I to say you can't? I also want to say that I think that you should only have sex with people who truly have your best interest in mind. Um, I had sex with one guy who truly didn't, and I was really just an object to him. And it was a terrible experience. It made me feel very bad about myself. It was always just like assumed that I would like do that and be there for him in that way, even though he didn't give a single shit about me. So those situations, it's like, you're kind of digging yourself your own grave when you're involved in them because you're like, I know this person doesn't care about me, but I still want to get the D. So, you know, it's a whole, if you want to do that, have fun and follow your dreams. But, um, you know, don't really expect too much emotional capability from the other party if it's just 
just a sexual scenario. Does this all make sense? I hope it does. I'm not trying to, you know, guide your life for you. I'm just giving you real ass advice from somebody who's been through it. <laughs> I've been through it in a lot of ways <laughs> with a handful of other men who, uh, yeah, it just didn't really work out with, if you will. And, you know, I at least was lucky enough to come out on the other side and give you all of these random tips. So let's just jump head on into this first topic. How about that? One night stands, baby. If you are wondering how I feel about one night stands, I would say do whatever the hell you want. You know, as long as you're being safe, that's all I care about. But um, yeah, I just don't want you guys to get into any scenarios with people to where you're, you might be at risk for some kind of a bad situation to happen, especially with a stranger. You know, I've actually only had one one night stand in my life and it wasn't even like a... Um, I guess the, okay, what is even the, the true Google definition of one night stands? Because if we're talking just like, you know, smash and pass, then that's definitely what I did. But I also think one night stands can be described as like, you know, fucking them and then never seeing them again. And I definitely saw this person again after that. But it basically, okay, the Google definition is a sexual relationship lasting only one night. And if we're talking in those terms, yes, I have only had one one night stand before. I won't get into too much detail because honestly, it was not great. I didn't enjoy it. Um, it was very painful. It was weird. I also, okay, this was like the weirdest part about it was I consented to it, but I also did not really want it, if that makes sense. <laughs> I um, was like, you know what? Sure, I guess this is happening and is going to happen, but I wasn't like seeking it out and being like, oh, I just wish he would come over right now and do this. Um, he basically, I was texting someone and they were like, why do you always do this? Like, why do you flirt with me? But then in real life, you don't like do anything, which is manipulation. That is manipulating women for sex. And I was very naive at this time. That's why I don't really encourage doing this or having sex in general, unless you're at an age where you think that you're actually responsible. For some reason, I thought that I was actually responsible, but I was so, so silly at this age. I like just pretty much just had a crush on this guy and had like a nice friendship with him. And then he said that like, basically you don't put out. So what else are you offering to me? You know? And this is like a tender topic because when I think back on it, I'm like, holy fuck, like how could I be so stupid? You know? But that's truly why I like to relive these experiences to give you guys this advice being like, Hey, don't do this. Okay. So Basically, I replied and he came over and we did the deed, you know? And the reason I said before that it was painful was because I don't truly think I was, one, sexually ready for that to be happening. I hadn't had enough sexual experiences even to understand like how I could be ready to actually have the deek if you will. Um, <laughs> I was not wet enough. We did not do enough foreplay for me. I just was not ready. And I did it anyways. And it was just like a very uncomfortable, um, kind of like awkward, painful situation, which I think like a lot of people's virginity losing stories are kind of like that. Um, I know mine was very painful and bloody and annoying. I've actually told that story on my channel before in the like sex videos that I've uploaded to there. Um, I definitely was not 
proud of my uh, first sexual experiences and am still not proud of them, I think back and I'm like, ooh, girl, like you could have done so much better in every way, but I don't know why you didn't, you know? But basically what I'm trying to say is one night stands, you know, they serve a purpose. It's for you to just get the D or get the P or get whatever, you know, whatever you're searching for. But, um, you know, other than that, I wouldn't really recommend them to to anybody unless you really like doing that. And you just are kind of in that headspace where you're just looking to have flings with people on and off. You know, some people are just like that and they enjoy that. They don't want to actually like commit to anything. And so they're just like, yeah, whatever comes my way, you know, it'll be fun or it'll be weird or it'll be awkward. And I'm just down to take whatever experience comes out of that. I think that's truly the mindset you need to go into having a one night stand with somebody with is like anything could happen, you know, and maybe it could be the best sex of your life or maybe it could be the shittiest sex of your life. And that experience was, I think, hands down the shittiest sex of my life. Wow. Hmm. Can't let him know that. That would really hurt his ego, right? That was me saying, but but on the table. Okay. Anyways, um, let's move on from that topic and just play a nice tune for you. This song kind of coincides with having a first sexual experience. It is Wet Dreams by J. Cole. My man. This song is so prepubescent. It's amazing. This truly goes along with what I was just talking about. So I felt it was fitting to play. Enjoy. Cold. Cold world. Yeah. Let me take y'all back, man. As I do so well. What and nothing like that. Man. It wasn't nothing like that first time She was in my math class Long hair, brown skin with the fat ass Sat beside me, used to laugh, had mad jokes The teacher always got mad, so we passed notes It started off so innocent She had a vibe and a nigga started digging it uh, I was a young and straight crushing, trying to play this shit cool But a nigga couldn't wait to get to school Cause when I seen them thighs on her and them hips on her and them lips on her Got me daydreaming, man, what? I'm thinking how she rides on it if she sits on it on it, if she licks on it, make it hard for me to stand up As time goes by, attraction's getting deeper Wet dreaming, thinking that I'm smashing, but I'm sleeping I want it bad, and I ain't never been obsessed before She wrote a note that said, you ever had sex before? Damn, and I ain't ever did this before, no And I ain't ever did this before, no I had sex before, knowing I was fronting. I said I'm like a pro, baby, knowing I was stunting. But if I told the truth, I knew that I'd get played out, son. Hadn't been in pussy since the day I came out one, but she don't know that, so she done wrote back and told me, oh, you a pro, homie? Well, I want you to show me. My mama gone for the weekend, so Saturday, baby, we can get the freaking. That's when my heart start racing and my body start sweating, baby, you done woke my little man up. I'm thinking how that body look naked when you laying on the bed, teacher, please don't make me stand up. I wrote back like, yeah, baby, sound like a plan. Still trying to play it cool, sound like the man, but I was scared to death, my nigga, my stomach turned. Talking shit, knowing Damn well I was a virgin Fuck And I ain't never did this before, no 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 And I ain't never did 
the bone for the first time I'm hoping that she won't notice it's my first time I'm hoping that my shit is big enough to fuck with And most of all I'm praying God don't let me bust quick I'm watching pornos trying to see just how to stroke right Practice putting condoms on, how it go right I'm in a crib now, nigga pump sweating With a pocket full of rubbers and an erection That's when my hands stuck touching and her face stuck Blushing and a nigga roll over on top And then she get my pants up, buckled and her hands start rubbing on me Ooh girl, don't stop, it's time for action Pull out the condoms real smooth, yeah just how I practice But right before I put it in, she flinched and grabbed it and said I wanna get something off my mental I can tell you a pro, but baby be gentle so cuz, cause I ain't never did this before, no. And 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 I ain't never did this before, no. God, that song is truly some classic J. Cole right there, baby. Uh, thank you so much to Riley for saying to play that in this episode. I love you, girl. I wanted to quickly say, because in the end of that song, she says, like, I can tell you're a pro, but baby, be gentle, because I've never done this before, basically. That is everything I wish I had said in my one night stand scenario that I just told you about. Um, I had had, I guess in quotes, my virginity taken, if you will. We're going to get into the whole taking virginity topic in just a second here. But yeah, I guess I truly had just had one sexual experience before that. And it wasn't anything like actual making love is. It was just like a quick like, ow, that hurt. Oh my gosh. Oof. You know? And then my second scenario was like I just described. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm truly an open book in this. You guys are going to know so much about me after you listen to this episode. Ooh, kind of spooky to think, but <laughs> no, I don't really care because it just helps you know me better. You feel me? But yeah, basically, I just wish that I had had the communication levels that I do now in the relationship I'm in. Um, that is like truly the number one thing that I want to stress to you guys that is so important in any sexual scenario you are ever in. You need to be able to talk to that person because sex is messy and it's funny and random things can happen sometimes that are just like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. And if you can't laugh with that person about what's going on or feel truly comfortable with them, I don't think that they're a good partner for you to be having, but that's just, you know, my opinion. So whatever you want to do, but I truly think that communication is just so, so important in sexual scenarios. So please just keep that in mind. You need to be able to talk to them about what the heck is going on in your head. Tell them what you like, what you don't like, if you would like it differently the next time, or if you would even like there to be a next time. <laughs> So yeah, now let's quickly talk about dating a man less experienced than you. I wanted to just um, address this because somebody sent in this as a topic for me to talk about in my big sis advice videos, but I just think it fits in with this specific podcast episode a little bit more than making a whole video addressing it. Um, and to be honest with you guys, I have always been the less experienced one in any you know kind of 
in quotes, relationship I've ever been in. Um, what I'm in right now with Finley is really the most serious I've ever taken anything in my life. And before that, I really only had flings with people um, or things as people call them. Yeah, we're, I don't know. We're just in a thing. <laughs> it's like, what is that? You just can't define it. You don't know what to say. So you just call it a thing. All right. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm not trying to shame anybody who's in a thing right now with somebody. I know that it's hard to kind of figure out what the hell people are to you. Um, but anyways, yeah, I truly was always the less experienced one. So coming from my standpoint, I really just loved when people would like communicate with me, yo, you could do that better if like you did it this way, you know, and not in like a mean way, like you don't give head right or something like that, you know, but I guess more so just in like positions. There's just been so many things where it's been nice that the person has been like, you should do this differently. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that if you're dating a man less experienced than you, you just need to have that communication, baby. Like I was talking about, just let him know, um, you're maybe using too much tongue when you smooch me, or I like when you kiss me on the neck or whatever you want to tell them, whatever you prefer. Everybody has different sexual preferences and different things that get them going, you know? So you just need to let them know about those things. And that person will eventually understand, or you will find somebody else who does, <laughs> and who you mesh with a lot better. Um, but now let's get into the topic of sexualization of taking virginity, because this is something that I actually get asked a lot about to address. I basically did a video like about my first time and telling the story of it and whatnot and how messy and weird it was and just, uh, yeah, it was such a strange night. But I think when you break it down and think about the idea of virginity, it normally is put into a way where a man takes that from a woman. You know, he'll take her virginity or she'll take her virginity. Whatever gender scenario it might be, somebody is normally taking that from a woman. And normally it's through like penetration mainly. So everybody talks about like the popping of your cherry and all of that stuff. And like your hymen and all of that. And when I um, had my virginity taken, I bled a lot. And I know that it's not always that scenario for people. And I also got a ton of comments on the video that I uploaded sharing like my losing virginity story. And there was a ton of comments being like, Megan, just so you know, your hymen can't break. It will maybe like tear or just get like, I don't know, ripped in some ways, but it's always going to like come back. He probably just like was doing it too hard or like, you know, you were just too tight or whatever the scenario might be. Those are reasons why you might bleed, especially if you're dry. So you need to be all warmed up, ladies. I'm really just saying this for women um, because, you know, men can get hard, I think, pretty easily unless you're not really attracted to the person and or you don't want to be there. <laughs> um but anyways, I think that it's it's weird how much people sexualize, you know, the taking of someone's virginity or or kind of think about it in a way of like you earned a badge. Um, but it's truly just like another life experience that you add to your belt in a way. It's nothing that needs to be looked down upon or looked up for. Like you don't need to think of anybody as like, you know, the head honcho in your school just because they've had sex. But that's truly how these scenarios go, especially for men. Men. And I was actually talking about this with Finley the other day. We were like getting some pizza and throwing back some beers and whatnot. And we were talking about how, you know, when he first had sex with a girl for the first time, his cousin was like, 
oh my God, that's amazing. You know the motto, man, just do it often or something. And I was like, what? (laughs) Your cousin said what? And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Like my cousin just was such a, you know, an objectifier, I guess, of women at that age when I was like a younger boy growing up and would always tell him, he was older than him, his cousin was. So he's like, he would always tell Finley, you know, just do it often and try to do it as much as you can because that's just how you're going to like make it in this life, I guess. Like that was truly what he thought was like, it got you, you know, street cred in a way with the boys or whatever the fuck. And I think that's really a guy thing that I don't really understand completely where it comes from. But if I was making assumptions or generalizations, I would say that people love to, well, not just people, but men, (laughs) straight men love to treat women as objects or trophies. Or if they have sex with somebody who's super good looking, they're like, oh my God, like everybody give him a pat on the back. Like, I can't believe you, you got her, you know? And that's truly what it's like to, (laughs) I guess sexualize either virginity or sexualize scenarios or people so much that they're just dulled down to an object of you you to play with which is like so sad that that's how a lot of sexual sexual scenarios are um and i just it kind of creeps me out it gives me the heebie-jeebies you know i'm like nobody needs to be bragging about their numbers or who they banged (laughs) to their friends just to be able to like fit in in a way because then that alienates a whole group of people who maybe haven't done that or who don't feel comfortable talking about that Or, you know, if you're asexual and you don't even want to do that, then you're like, how do I fit in with these people? Like, I can't relate to them on that platform. Oh, anyways, I'm kind of getting into more just like objectifying talk and like sexuality talk. But honestly, I'm just going to have this kind of flow right into the next topic, which is the idea of a woman losing her innocence through having sex, which is totally just not true in my experience. I don't feel like I became less innocent once I lost my virginity or had that first sexual experience or whatever. I also just don't think we should be labeling all women as innocent (laughs) because then, you know, you're going to come in for a lot of shock if you're labeling everybody like that and then found out that they had sex or whatever it might be, (laughs) you know? It's just really silly to think that all women are like reduced to this like cookie cutter kind of like tame person. And that's why people are so quick to label women as freaks or like, she's so freaky because she just gets around and just does a bunch of stuff with a bunch of guys. It's like, what the hell ever, you know, (laughs) what the hell ever. So I don't think you can truly lose your innocence through like a sexual experience. I think if anything, you're like gaining that kind of experience and just becoming more of a grown ass individual and stepping into your womanhood in ways. But that also brings up the conversation of like, you know, what is womanhood and do you need to have sex to be a woman? Fuck no. So These are all really sensitive topics, folks. I hope what I'm saying is coming across lightly and not like, oh my gosh, Megan, you're crazy. I don't understand anything you're saying. What? Where are you going with this? I'm just trying to make sense of it all, folks. Uh, But while I make sense of it all, I'm going to play you guys another tune, (laughs) okay? This is one of my favorite sex songs of all time. This is Skin by Mac Miller, and it truly is just like about kind of the beauty of sex, but also it's very like raunchy and there's a lot of like noise in it, so... 
I assume if you're listening to this in a car or a scenario with other people, you're either giggling because you're uncomfortable or um, you're alone. So (laughs) don't get too freaked out by the noises that are at the beginning of this song, okay? There's a lot of heavy breathing. All right, there's your, I guess, disclaimer. (laughs) Enjoy this song. And get your glitteris in a mix My dick on business trips My tongue twisting is tickling just a little bit I'm swimming inside of your skin like a river Ain't no Caribbean It's okay that you like it, man I like it, And it's alright that you misbehave It's okay to live this way You live like a baby Don't oh, baby with the accent
that is one of the sexiest songs and the best songs on the Divine Feminine. That album by Mac Miller is so fucking good. I honestly just love so many songs off of that project, not just that one. (laughs) It's all just a masterpiece and completely dedicated to, well, what the title of the album is, The Divine Feminine and how wonderful women are. Oh, I miss him. Miss you so much, Mac. Happy belated birthday, my dude. I realized that the episode that I uploaded two weeks ago was uploaded the day before his birthday, and I didn't even play any of his songs on it, which somebody reminded me a little bit rudely on Twitter. And I was like, dude, I literally didn't have any idea. So my bad, but I do miss him so much. And I just love to listen to his tunes all the time still. So I wanted to include that one for sure. That's definitely a classic sex song. Um, (laughs) Truly classic. But now I'm going to talk about a topic that I, uh, I don't really know if everybody has experienced this before, but I feel like I almost was in a situation like this. But the topic is taking advantage of women for pity. And I think that I was in this situation. If I was, nobody ever told me that I was, but I just kind of assumed that I was because I wasn't getting any anything else out of it besides just, I think, like pity fuck, you know? And that was the situation I was talking about at the very beginning of this podcast where like I wasn't with somebody who had my best interest in mind and it was always just kind of assumed that I would like put out for him or whatever the fuck. Um, and that's why I think that he was just kind of taking advantage of me because I would basically just like come back to Georgia from LA and be like, well, you know, there's nothing else here and I wasn't really getting anything there. So you're here. I mean, we might as well just do it. Right. And that was such like a sad, weird place for me to be in because I always just felt like I had to like do that with him, even though he was one of my good friends and we totally could have just like stayed friends and not gotten into anything like that. And you know, had these resentments afterwards. (laughs) Um, No, honestly, I don't resent him. It was just like such a weird situation while it was occurring. And it's such a unique situation to whatever people this is happening to. So I wanted to talk about this because there is definitely scenarios out there where people, mainly men, will take advantage of women for pity and like have sex with them for pity because they think, oh, she's not getting any and like I'll have to give that to her to make her feel good about herself and that whole kind of like gaining confidence through sex mentality is also super destructive because if you put all of your worth in like I am only an object to you and that's when I feel like I'm confident is when I know that you want to fuck me is like a really terrible mindset to be in and you can get a lot of self-doubt from that shit and I definitely would I would like basically go to parties get drunk and then we would both just kind of like go home with each other and it was kind of just like a eh, I guess so and I was just oh my gosh I have to tell this story because it was truly one of the most like I had to be in this situation and learn from this situation to be even get close to where I am now. Uh, So basically what had happened was just what I had told you. We had left a party. I left with him and I was just kind of assuming that we were going to hook up as we always did. You know, it was just the same old, same old. And like, I was looking good, feeling good. I was very confident this night. And so I obviously thought I was going to get it. And he was just 
oh my God, seeing this situation play out in my mind again and like reliving this, I'm just like, oh, what the fuck was wrong with me? Basically, he just like sat down on the bed and like unbuckled his pants and was just like, all right, like go ahead, you know? And I would just looked at him and like my jaw dropped and I was just like, what? And he was like, I mean, if like, if you want it so bad, then like, go ahead. But like, I'm not gonna do anything. Long story short, I felt like I was just objectifying myself at that point because he was so like, uh, I don't even want this, but you seem like you want it so bad. So like, you can go ahead and do what you need to do, but I'm not gonna do anything. And I just was like, what? And he like took a phone call during it. Like it was just absurdly bad how much he did not care. And I just like angrily put on my shirt and was like, oh my God, you know what? You suck. All right. You, you actually suck. If you think that this is how this is going to go down, you know what? Fuck you. And then I just like stormed out of the room and I went to go sleep in another bed alone. And I was just fuming. I was so upset. I was like, how did I let myself get into that scenario where he was truly just like, he could give less of a fuck about me. And it was so sad to me to be in that. I was just, I was so upset. And then when I drove home in the morning, I got into my car and Fidley and I were just good friends at this time. And I was like home in Georgia for winter break. So I texted him and I was just like, yo, I need some guy advice right now because I just had such a weird situation happen to me last night. And I just need you to tell me if this is normal, I guess. And like, I told him what I just told you. And he basically replied like, oh my God. I mean, know your worth, Megan. You are better off fucking yourself than you are fucking him. Because what? Also, you really just need to shut that door because, I mean, it seems like he really doesn't have your best interest in mind or like have any kind of communication with you in any kind of a productive way. And that's the main thing. Like you at least need to have respect for somebody in a sexual situation. And it doesn't even seem like he has that. Like he doesn't have the bare minimum. Please like know your worth. And I read it and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm free. Like, I don't need to do this anymore. I don't need to be pity fucked by this guy anymore just because I need attention when I come home because I'm not getting what I need out in LA or whatever it might be, whatever drove me to that scenario. And I truly feel like I wouldn't have eventually gotten together with Finley if I hadn't shut that door in my life and stopped just reliving that same cycle of pain. So I tell you this story, one, so you can just know my situation and life better, and two, so that you never let men take advantage of you because of any reason. I truly just let that guy take advantage of me for so long because of whatever I needed to get out of it. I don't even know what I was searching for, and it only caused me pain and self-doubt. So long story short, I don't respect any man who takes advantage of women for pity. So I'm going to wrap that right up. And, uh, oh, I need to play you another song because I could just go on that for way too long, <laughs> that whole topic. I'm going to play you a song by Jill Scott called Crown Royal. And this song is so beautiful. Jill Scott is a queen and this is just oh, a masterpiece of a song. And I just love her. I giggle when I listen to this song because she's just so funny and great and talks about sex so well. So enjoy and just let all those topics I was just talking about just really ruminate on you, you know? <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
so much i don't know what it is it's just her flow when she's like quick slip hip dip and shit like that she's so good i love you jill scott (laughs) scream it from the mountaintops okay um i don't even know how to like properly get into this next topic because this is such a taboo and like almost looked down upon part of sex and there's so many people who hate it and who talk so much shit And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We're going to talk about anal right now, okay? I hope that you're, like, properly seatbelted in if you're in the car. And even if you're in real life, just put on your seatbelt, all right? Buckle up, okay? All right. um, First, I guess I should just break the ice by saying I love anal. (laughs) Oh, my God. I really hope my parents or my manager is not listening to this episode. If you are, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry for anybody who feels uncomfortable by what I just said, but it is honestly the truth. I was so nervous when it came to any kind of butt stuff in sex for a couple of reasons, but mainly like those quick slips, you know, sometimes people just like accidentally slip it in and it's just so painful that you have like such a terrible idea of what it could be. And you're like, oh my God, I will never do that ever again. Do not touch me there ever again. And some people just like completely shun it off. Um, But I did not. My first actual experience with anal was honestly great. And the funniest part about it is that I didn't even use lube, which is the craziest shit to me. When I think about that, I'm like, what? What even happened? But if I'm just breaking it down for real, for real, for you, and just trying to um, get my point across quickly and make you feel as uh, not uncomfortable as I can, I would say you need a couple of things if you're going to venture into butt stuff. You need a lot of spit or lube or like, you know, your preferred oil or whatever it might be. I also would suggest a toy to like start off with and like, you know, get yourself ready and whatnot. And yeah, whatever partner is back there needs to just like 
set the scene for you and truly just like warp you up a bit before they truly slip it in. Okay. Um, but honestly, I love it so much. I love it when I'm on my period because we don't have to like get in the shower and do anything. And honestly, even when I'm not on my period, I'm like, sure, just put it in my butt. (laughs) Oh my God. I truly like, I feel so uncomfortable right now, but I also just want to be so transparent about this, that it can be so fun. And I feel like so many people talked out on anal that I like need to be an anal advocate, you know, (laughs) like I need people to know that it's not as bad as people make it seem. And if you truly like want to get into that, then there are ways to go about it that are not going to be painful and they're going to be pleasurable for both parties. Also just making sure that you're like clean down there. I know a lot of my gay guy friends do like douches and shit like that to literally clear out their hole. And I've never done anything like that, but I did get a bidet. So that's kind of fun. It's like a fun thing, but honestly, I just use that. So I don't have to use as much toilet paper, not for this situation that I'm telling you about. Um, but yeah, I truly just want to, wanted to address this because I would literally never talk about this on YouTube for whatever reason. I just, I wouldn't want to discuss this on my channel, but I feel for some reason comfortable talking about it in this episode. And like, if you listen this far, then you know this about me and that's fine. And like, that's whatever. Okay. So just, you know, it's, it's me and you, it's our little secret and everybody else who listens to the podcast secret. (laughs) And um, you do not need to feel uncomfortable about asking your partner to do this if that's truly what you want, okay? Communicate your desires and your feelings. That is what we are going for in 2019 in all sexual situations. Communication. And obviously, since it's such like a a weird place to be down there, if any slip-ups happen, you need to be able to laugh with that person and be like, oh my God, (laughs) things got messy and bad. And I need to go and clean up and do something about this, okay? Um, There's been way too many times where it's just been a bad scenario down there and it's been treacherous grounds. So you need to keep that in mind. You're playing in a treacherous area, okay? And also, you really just need to be able to giggle about it. I'm always laughing when I ask about that. I'm like, so are we doing this tonight? I'll laugh about it. Okay, that is crossed off the list of topics to address. If you have any personal questions for me on that, you can always tweet me (laughs) about anal. Wow, that's truly what I just said to you. Yeah, tweet me about anal. That makes (laughs) you... Oh my God. Where is this podcast even going today? I wish I knew. Um, I'm going to round off this episode (laughs) talking about slut shaming and being labeled a freak for liking sex and just get into the down and dirty with all this stuff. Okay. As if we didn't just get down and dirty with the last topic. If I'm being honest, I hate that there's slut shamers out there, people who think that women are of lesser value or bad or whatever they might think for their sexual experiences. I truly think that is such a shitty way to judge people. Um, You can do whatever you want in your own bedroom. And whatever goes on in the privacy of your own home is fine by me as long as it's not illegal or something like absurd or really terrible or bad. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I'm not condoning any gross shit. I'm just saying whatever you are sexually, that's fine. People like certain things and they should be allowed to like them unless it is 
illegal, (laughs) then don't like those things, okay? Calm down and please take your urges out elsewhere. But I truly think that slut shaming is such a terrible, terrible thing to do because when you think about gender roles and like the role that men play when these situations come about for them, they're patted on the back for having sex with lots of people. And I was talking about this with Finley the other day and he was like, yeah, honestly, that's like such the way of life for being a young man. Like you're told to just do it as often as you want, like his cousin told me and like as often as you can and men are looked down upon as well for getting with girls who aren't as beautiful as other girls um and then you're labeled he told me this like straight up he told me that there was guys in his high school who were labeled as like you know they always like fuck the easy girls or whatever you know, where the men are looked down upon only if like they get with somebody who's like too easy in their eyes or like ugly or whatever they want to label people as, which is so gross to think about. Right. But I only bring up these points because it's like, it's a flip side of the coin, like I was saying. Um, but it's really just slut chambers are such a, an interesting breed of human because it's like, why don't you just let people live their goddamn lives? Like people love to look down on porn stars for their body counts and whatever it might be, but then they go home and watch porn and jerk off to it. It's like, fuck off, you know, let people do whatever the hell they want. Okay. If you love having sex, have a bunch of sex and do it as much as you want. Okay. And if you don't like having sex, that's fine too, dude. I just don't think that we should be going around labeling people as freaks or, oh, she's so freaky because she has gotten with like so many guys. It's like, oh, cool. She has gotten around and chosen to have sex with people because she wanted to and like uses her body for whatever purpose she has in her head of why she wants to do that. That's fine. You know, like maybe she's just looking to have a good time with a handful of people and that's whatever, dude. I just don't think that we should be judging people and, you know, chalking them up to be like some kind of a devil for liking sex because it's like, don't we all for the most part like like sex? I mean, it's an enjoyable thing to do. So that's why people do it. I really hope that this isn't like a an episode that people um, like hate me for, you know what I mean? Or I get a bunch of hate on this episode for like my beliefs. I truly just think like you should do whatever the hell you want. And if you like certain things, you should talk about why you like them and um, share that with your partner or your friends and just be like, oh, I don't, I don't know why you think that about that. Because honestly, in, in my case, it's been really good. And that's how I am with like, you know, butt stuff and whatnot. Like when my friends are shit talking it or saying certain things about it, I was like, oh my God, no, that's just like not my life. Like, it's like, that's not my experience. And so I, I think that just having those conversations with people, that's how we're going to make these things less taboo and more like acceptable to talk about with your friends and be cool with, you know? So that's just my aim of this episode, if you will. <laughs> and I truly hope I didn't freak any of you out. And I hope that I wasn't too much of an open book. I know that I was very open in this. So if you want me to dial it back a little bit, I probably will be in future episodes just because most of my other topics don't really talk about anything as raunchy, I guess, in the public as sex is to certain people. Just for a little sneaky peek of what I'm going to be talking about in future episodes, um, I'm going to be talking about relationships and like open relationships and, um, 
kind of those things that I was talking about today or flings with people. Um, I'm going to be talking about porn and masturbation and sugar daddies because somebody suggested that. Also losing friends, psychedelics, what else? Um, being skinny versus being fat and like people's perception of you in the public eye, which is going to be like a very tender topic topic to talk about body image in general. Um, so I will take that with a, a grain of salt and try to do a shit ton of research and not come into it super misinformed because it's never good to be misinformed. Okay, people, I learned my lesson by uploading a video, a video about minimalism and I got a bunch of shit for it because people were like, I truly just don't think you know enough about minimalism to be talking about this. And I was like, okay, true. <laughs> so I want to be able to talk about things that I actually know enough about. And I feel like I know enough about sex now to have this episode up and just be honest about all of these things that I've realized over the years, friends. So that's truly the aim of this. Make you feel less alone, make you feel more comfortable. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to round off this podcast today playing a couple of other sexy tunes until we hit the one hour mark. If you didn't know, this show has now been cut back to a single hour, not for any reason other than I just feel like it's a lot more like I guess tolerable and easy to like break up into sections and stuff in its one hour form. So I hope you guys are all good with that. You know, it just makes it easier to binge because then you just got 30 minutes less of episodes to um, have the time of. I don't know where I'm going with this. Oh boy. Basically, I'm going to round this off by playing Sex With Me by Rihanna. And then if we have time before the one hour mark to play another tune, then you'll get another tune. Okay. But Either way, thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much to the people who have helped me bring this podcast to where it is now. I really, really appreciate anybody who's been with me since the beginning when Lindsay used to co-host this with me. And thank you so much to Bronte Rose. Um, I'm so sorry if I'm saying her name wrong on Instagram for my new cover art. And um, also shout out to Finley for helping me with my new intro song today because I made him record it so many times before I felt like it was even decent enough. And just thank you to you guys. Thanks for listening. I love you so much and I will talk to you in the next one. Peace out. Sex with me so amazing. All this all work, no vacation. Stay up off my Instagram, your temptation. Hit a switch on a fake nigga like a station.
Amazing. Amazing. 